Action! Um, <clears throat> do you want, could we talk a little bit about your, your relationship with VFX as mm -hmm. well? Because you, was that time-based arts, that one? Yeah, uh, that was time-based arts. Um, Hornbach was time-based arts. Finnish was time-based Yeah, they, they, I learned my kind of, the fluency I have now with VFX is really all down to um, my relationship with them. Um, on Hornback, they were, it was, you know, we went in and met the, and Anorak encouraged that relationship. We went to London and we met them and went through it and, you know, we're, um, with, with the post that is in there, you know, we were, it was, um, and they were so generous with their time and explaining things. And that's where I learned about, even though it's a lot of posts, you do as much in camera as you possible. Mm. Well, guess, you do plates, yeah, you know, right. you shoot lots of reference mm. plates mm. and all of that adds to the reality, the reality of, of it yeah. and embedding everything yeah. in with each other. Even if at the end you don't necessarily mm. use stuff. Yeah. Um, so a lot of uh, that I learned, I mean, that was like uh, so much on mm. just on the Hornbach job. And then with Finnish, you know, that was a whole other level of um, the amount of stuff going on there and doing as much in camera as possible and mixing it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Did you have little models built for the, the, the glove expanding at the end? Was that? No, that's all. VFX. That's all VFX, is it? Because it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty seamless. Yeah. Um, uh, one, one of the things I love, you, you know, I, I totally agree with this, by the way, is when you, you know you're a good VFX house, as they try and talk you into doing most of it in camera. They try and talk themselves out of a job, in essence. Yeah, that's a running joke. Yeah, yeah it's because it's like... <laughs> they don't you, want to bid for the CG. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't, they don't want to do it because they know that you can get it better in camera. It's become way more textured and believable. Um so go, moving on now to some of your later work, some of the, 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 the bigger projects, the Pixel 2 ad. Uh, for me, that was just kind of joyful seeing all your shorthand work really well in the sort of pace and communication and the comedy and the, the punctuation of the comedy and, and the sort of the way that camera works with, with, all, with all of that. I just thought was, you know, that for me was like, you're really, you're really taking flight as a filmmaker. Mm. Um, do, you, do you have any anything you want to add? I mean to that that one. Uh, I mean, amazing creative again. Like the scripts, they that was their concept of asking questions about the product. I mean, it was like pretty ingenious. To it's like it shouldn't be that good, you know. Mm. Like, oh, does it do this? Does it do yeah. this? You're like, it's literally just a product, a features mm. list. Um, but they had this concept of the question thing and it was all about getting the like them when do they look at the camera when do they don't and working all this yeah it was a really uh, really fun project um, but what was what was crazy was seeing how we still have an email we've got an email thread going still to this day where we send each other commercials that we've seen that are basically doing Cop copy that yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. some of them are yeah. You know, literally the same lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the there's been yeah. a, there's like a few that got the same music mm. as well, the same <laughs> opening shot, the same music. So yeah, it was like uh, it was pretty crazy. It did mm. yeah, you know, did really well. Um, 
mean, yeah. it's a perfect idea in a way, integra- in, uh, in a way integrating the features of yeah to it, make that the actual ad. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, was why a, it ended up kind of script. Yeah, that's why you know there was like a, these different products were like, oh, we can use that concept, and it's telling the guys they should have um, yeah sold the concept around <laughs> so uh, moving on from that the the night campaigns so i loved the the piggyback um i mean it just really made me like i loved the the, the one pithy line in each of the scripts just really cracks me up every time mm. like the woman saying oh look a snail you know at the end i just thought this so, so brilliant the comedy of that uh and uh every way the whole world came together and when the guy's in the the air you know and, and his face moving around just the whole humor i thought worked really really well but um, going back to the time-based arts, your relationship with doing things in camera, like when you came up with the idea of him turning into a snail mm-hmm. and then you see the head kind of going in there, was that kind of like, um, were you, could you talk us through the elements that were kind of the in-camera elements of that? Because yeah. I'm assuming that you tried to get as much in camera with that as possible. Yeah, so that <laughs> was a funny project as well. That one was, that was uh, the creators are like amazing, Tom and Tom. Uh, and they had this I don't know how they sold they sold in this crazy idea um, and then you know in, in camera was partly you know it wasn't didn't have a huge post production budget the timeline was insane um, so that was as you mentioned that was time based art so uh, did that yeah um, uh, and a lot of it the elements were in camera and it was just mm-hmm. uh, the the antennas the, for the snail yeah. Uh, was it was it was there any prosthetics built or was that all? no? That's all. That's, that's all, all CG. CG. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't try and do any kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they just had the eyes go in and. Yeah. yeah. But I loved the way he disappears into the snout. I thought that was really yeah. beautiful. The way. You, you yeah, I was really unhappy with that, and that was Ben Fordsman. Right. Ben Fordsman shot all those, and I was really, I was quite frustrated. We had hardly any time. Yeah two days all the three of them were shot in two days mm. and i was really frustrated with how like the him going into the coat and mm. stuff it wasn't quite how i wanted it to, but it was just funny in the end like the way it cracked up i wanted yeah. it to be a bit more yeah but um in the end look, it but it's all great. part of the charm of it in the yeah. end isn't it in the end it I mean? was all yeah. great yeah so that shot going underneath the foot at the end when you had the rubber yeah the, so that was was that cg how did you could you that's talk, cg yeah that's all cg well yeah. there's cg takeover yeah so because it goes to the camera goes the whole below, thing so. was this there was this huge pressure from the beginning of sh- seeing the shoe in a way that would be like amazing and it was like, okay what happens do we like when it lands do we like cut to another world or does we have like does it change between all the shoes and da, 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 da. and then we just came up with this like just moment where you're just seeing it really slowly and it's mm. real and then we're like oh well let's put some I just wanted it to look real so mm. there's chewing gum under yeah, one yeah. of them yeah. one of them's just got like rocks mm. but the other one's got like a ketchup sachet mm. that mm. squidges mm. and I we pushed at the beginning for get like a uh, balloon gas mm. those things that you get high off uh, what they call oh yeah the balloon um, canister things yeah like uh, some of them around yeah, like, yeah. yeah you can but, see them everywhere they didn't want that in there of course so it was a step too far for them yeah it was yeah. <laughs> yeah um so let's move on to um what's it like working with brian uh cranston amazing yeah yeah he's, I mean, he's like, quite quite he is 
yeah, he he was so nice and incredible to work with. Total privilege mm. and a super pro. Yeah, and very funny. Yeah, because he would every time. I see. I'd be a bit nervous working with someone like that, and then he'd do a take, and I'd be like, "Oh, perfect!" And he'd be like, "Oh, great!" And he'd just get up and leave. Mm. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, yeah, quick!" Oh, you said it was perfect. You know, so it was <laughs> this running joke. He just keep getting up and leaving. Um, uh, but yeah, he was wonderful. Would you like to work with him on long form? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think didn't Robert De Niro say it's one of the best actors of his of his time? Robert De Niro saw him in Breaking Bad and said, oh, really? said that he thought that he was the best actor of his time, which Incredible. is high praise coming from yeah. Robert De Niro. Um, so um, I was going to say, I was going to ask you about director's cuts. Mm-hmm. And you, is that that's there's times when you feel that you you need to put? Do you try and get it? There's the the way I I view it is there is no director's cut. There is a client cut. Mm. In the end, if the film. My, the director's cut is the film. Mm. That's what we were. That was the journey we mm. were going towards. Mm. And then you end up with a client cut. Mm. If that film isn't doesn't end up coming out, the alternative is a client cut. Mm. And there's no problem with that as well, right? Because as a when you're bringing on artists uh, to create a commercial they initially sign up for the creative interesting thing. It would be uh, disingenuous to say that all of these creative people are preoccupied with the furthering of the the corporation mm. that they're working with. They're not there. They're there because it's like they've got a creative in- interest in the set design or the DP mm. interest in like the look of the thing or... Or the or everyone's on board for this like mm. film which is initially creatively interesting, and the and the symbiotic relationship is that you're you're you've fallen in love with this uh, film vision that you've come up with with your crew for this uh, client, mm. and everyone's into it, and that's what you're driving towards. You're driving towards this thing that's a in the distance that's at the mm. top of the mountain and mm. you're going on this journey mm. towards it and that's the thing that you're going towards mm. now along the way you might push things too far and they get cut and they, you get mm. pushed back onto the path but there's also the possibility that you end up getting pulled away from that entirely mm. on mm. the way mm. and that can happen during the mm. process and then things scenes get cut mm. things get pulled down or whatever mm. that can happen mm. The ideal is that you can go all the way there mm. and then in the edit, they take it Somewhere down else. another yeah. path. Mm. And that's all good because you're, 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 the client gets the fruits of the labor mm. and they'll pluck the ones that they want from that and put it into their thing and put it out in the world. And the filmmakers will still will have the reason the client has gotten that 30 second thing that's a powerful bit of advertising Mm. for what they need is because of allowing and 
protecting the filmmaking and the creatives at the mm. agency and the agency to go on the journey towards mm. the intended one mm. at the beginning. Sometimes that thing ends up as the official mm. often or sometimes it all there are client cuts mm. made and that ends up as a director's cut. Yeah, so equally, equally valid whether you get there as a group together at the end at the, at the destination yeah, like or I, whether I, the, some of the elements are used. Yeah, like I, I never, if the official version comes out mm. and it's not you know, it's thirty percent of what it was intended to be. Mm. I, it's totally, it's fine. You know, but you still like to do a director's cut in that case sometimes, or yeah, uh, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah mm. of course. I'll, mm. I will always do. Mm. <laughs> I will always finish mm. the film in the way yeah, that, that you intended. That I intended. I, yeah. I, I have like it's a sickness or something. Mm. I can't mm. not do it. I've mm. even done it for clients which don't allow it. You know, mm. I will still. Mm finish the cut because mm. i can't not do mm. it the idea of not mm. finishing it in the way there's no, way it was clo- meant there's no to closure be. for you then. yeah yeah i can't mm. not do it you know i've redone vfx that mm. haven't hasn't been mm. on point i've put mm. my own money into like mm. get the post right done right or i've yeah oh uh, you know there's a big job i did where the sound was really atrocious um it wasn't with the usual people mm. i use so we spent the money to get the sound on properly mm. so there's like the official version is literally just the different sound mm. mix mm. um so yeah that that's something that i always try mm. and do, you know that there's uh yeah yeah so i remember on that point i remember you uh you i heard you say that i don't i'm not just weird for the sake of being weird i'm there's always a point of truth that i'm heading that i'm moving towards so when you first um read a script or have an idea that comes into your head how is that your kind of north star uh how and how does that develop and how do you stay uh uh on that truth journey do you know what i mean is there is a kind of like do you have um uh ways of sort of checking in with yourself to know when something's uh like um, in that correct direction, you know, like when it's a true, a true note or not, you know, mm. with performance, with everything, with all of your decisions that you have to make, is there? No, I think there's. I think it's just like a s- sense of going towards the 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 thing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> really bad way of explaining it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to. Yeah, like it, I think it's when you're making creative decisions and you're unsure about what decision to make that's where you should you try and go back to the source mm. of the kernel idea mm. of the of it like is it coming the thing that from that thing. or am i just adding stuff because i'm adding it like does it does it feed into mm. the thing is it what's it yeah and is that is that kernel of the idea the actual idea that's written on the script or is it the thing that excited you about it as a director it's well no i think it's you've got the script that comes in that will be a mm. great script and a great idea then as a director you're finding the kernel of the vision of it not the idea it's you're then looking for the like you're building and finding the soul of that mm. project be it a music video and or a commercial something a commercial you can't it really is just well i've just got to make this interesting and like mm. flow mm. Sometimes you get a commercial where you're really, you know, like say the Diamond Producers Association mm. film I did, that one's like was really treated like a film. Mm. And with that, you're really looking for the, when you're making creative decisions, mm. you're going back to the soul of the 
mm. inexplicable thing. How, could you just talk, uh, uh, describe the soul of that for you? Uh, it's so... Mm. there's an in, I don't I don't know how to describe it because to me it felt like there's a spiritual aspect there's a mystical aspect to that just yeah, sort of transcendental mean, kind of feeling yeah, with, with 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 that one it there's this, it's there's a sort of indifference of the power of the diamond related to the indifference of the universe and time mm, right as interesting it, as we yeah. move through these mm. different love stories and we jump from one age to the next when the people you've just mm. watched and that long gone and the diamond it remains throughout mm. and it was trying to this diamond being a sort of an indifferent you don't want to be too indifferent you want it to have mm. a, a soul as well mm. um, I don't know if I'm really explaining this very well I guess my point is that with every project, you end up with a feeling that you can't describe. There's mm. a, you try to find a feeling or a sense of the project. It's not mm. really a dis so much a describable thing. Mm. You just have a feeling. Mm. And that's the thing that you check in on as you're mm. moving towards, mm. you're going forward to the completion or the shooting or the edit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so going on to a little bit about your personal sort of habits around... Um, uh, sort of taking in uh, inspiration. So when you get an idea, you know, like for example, are you a gamer? Do you do you, do you, where, how do you spend your time? No. Uh, I mean, you say you watch. I films. wish I was. I, I don't know. Because that's interesting to me. Because there is definitely an aesthetic in your uh, commercials that suggests that you might be. Because there's definitely a kind of like you know, it's a very. Um, I've got a PlayStation, but I, just, I played it a bit, but I just never. I like the idea of mm. getting back and just playing a little, some video games for a bit, but I just never, I think I found the right game or something. I don't know. <laughs> so what, how um, do, what do you do to find, and do, I mean, you, you watch I movies, do you find, do you reference movies a lot? Do you kind no, of? No, not really. I don't, I wouldn't say I reference films. I watch films, I watch a lot of films, but I don't have like a, I don't sort of like, you don't watch organize specific films for, references yeah. or anything like that. I don't have like a folder of images mm. or something. So, or, what, what, could you talk us through the process of you get a script uh, and what do you have a sort of do you go on a run or do you, is there a sort of way that you kind of digest the information uh, it's just and sort of rattles around in the mm. brain, you know? So, so, I've got a thing in now and the idea is brilliant and they've already got a brilliant idea and then it's just been coincidentally i was at i mean one of the then i had this idea that comes from seinfeld the the yeah. uncle that always grabs his arm and holds on to him <laughs> yeah uh, and that's and that ended up there's a shot that ends up that's ended up in that but like a horror version of it mm -hmm. of like an arm getting grabbed mm -hmm. and it's quite violent and then mm. it's just the annoying uncle mm. that just holds mm. you while he talks i don't know it's just, like, just a tiny example was like that come from sign you know seinfeld being in my head mm. um but you know generally it's just um 
the script will come in and then I'm just thinking about it and it's just playing out. My, I'm very visual. I can mm. see it. I'm sort of playing it out visually in my head or so it, so I'll start you, to feel the character, see the characters a bit more or something. So let's just go back to the point where you say you're very visual. So images, literally images pop into your head when you see, because I remember hearing you talk about when you listen to music, images come, the trees growing out the eyes, for example, That's that came yeah. into your yeah. into your conscious, yeah. sort of, from your subconscious kind of bubbled up. Yeah, I'll, I'll a bit, you know, I'll sort of daydream a lot generally. Mm. And um, yeah, with with music video, it's I'll listen to the music and allow myself to try and vis- see see mm. the video play out mm. in my mind. And is that like a kind of meditative process when you say daydreaming? Is it just sort of just emptying your mind and, and then stuff comes to you? I mean, not not really. I mean, I mean, in, in the case of like the now video i i the idea came when i was in, i was in this bar i was on my in own japan, in a bar right? in japan yeah, yeah. and I, they i put the music they were like, people put, plugging their phone in i was like mm. oh could, i plugged it in i could you know imagine this like flowers thing mm. yeah so it's not really i don't sort of have a preparation thing or anything mm. it's just um but i like walk i love walking around and if i'm if it's a music video you know walking around listening to the music is mm. really and you work a lot in cafes really as well right I can only, yeah, almost exclusively. Yeah, I can't. Mm. I'm not great working at home. It's like witnessing. The I need of flow to be like around yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like I always find that for me, my some of my best daydreaming is uh, outside a train window. Mm-hmm. I find that that journey for me is mm-hmm. always. I'm always just activating my mind, constantly passing landscapes. Somehow it's just like a flow. Like you're talking about a flow of life. It's sort of frees up the, the mm-hmm. imagination in a way that's yeah, yeah, totally. Find really useful. Um, so, and you're quite kind of isolated in a train in a nice way. Yeah, I remember. Do you ever remember that ad? I think it might have been a Tony K ad when it's taking an aeroplane and making the aeroplane the perfect journey. And it's like, well, imagine if you the, the windows were bigger, and imagine if the seats were like slightly bigger, and imagine if you and imagine you've had something to look at, and it ends up being the train journey. I oh, thought, brilliant! Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's really clever. Wow. I thought, yeah, because the train is, I think, a way more human human yeah. experience isn't it of traveling through landscape rather than um, yeah. being on an airplane um so uh so next one james uh messiah natural born killers mm-hmm. so that's so you've been doing um commercials for a while at this point and then you jump back to a music video how mm-hmm. how was that uh really needed <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh been a while and that that was yeah still one of the most yeah, one of the most special projects ever. I think it's like emotionally, yeah, special. Yeah, was that because of the people you're working with, or yeah, the just the way, just the way it all came together, um, the people involved. You know, it's like where were you shooting? My is in Argentina. It was oh, right. my good mate of mine called John Rust. Yeah, who I'd known since I lived in when I lived in London after university mm. for ages, and like it was his his label. And the artist James, um, and is amazing, and the track, and I was in a position I could like produce it, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was a good one. And this was it in Buenos Aires. Yeah, yeah. Buenos Aires. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we needed sunlight because yeah. of the concept. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what time of the year we shot, but yeah, that's where it was the best place. And I just joined Landia. Yeah. As well, and they so they support. They wanted to support the project. Mm. And, yeah. And that Can't last produce. that post sequence uh, that the, the melting time sequence, starts. Time, I was going to say that was time yeah. based arts, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you uh, dig a hole for 
that was so what we did was we had a platform like mm. a like a crate mm. kind of thing and we had him underneath well, so you had him raised up on a platform yeah so and then the the face element was put onto the floor but yeah. he was lying down and we created a hole with yeah. his face and yeah. shot his face and him and yeah. lying down but with yeah. this crate thing to kind of you know yeah um yeah yeah, and it's matching all there the cameras. There was right? a push for in camera elements, mm. and that we, luckily, yeah, luckily that we didn't have to in the end. But yeah, mm. um, yeah, yeah. That's always a discussion you have with time-based arts. Is yeah. how much is going to be in camera? It's like, is it like a Especially negotiation? Especially when you haven't got any money. Yeah, <laughs> like on that video, right? They invested in that heavily, mm. you know. Was, and is there certain operators at time-based arts that you that you sort of? They're all. A, I mean, they're all they've got what's incredible about them is the amount of um the talent they got there is mm. is insane um mm. they're all incredible vfx minds that work yeah. there yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah i guess the special thing about it for you is that they they sort of trained you in special effects by you collaborating them mm -hmm. with them for so long yeah. so now you have a kind of an overview in, in they help yeah they just help me get up to to understand like processes of mm. how so it, it allow it means now when i bid a job i can be a bit surgical with knowing how to approach mm. or i'll have an initial idea of how mm. to approach the vfx you know mm. but just now we just pitched the job i've pitched the job with them and they i thought i knew how i would how i would approach the vfx and then i talked to them and they're like completely they've just their approach is so it feels so obvious mm. but no one had thought of it right and it's mm. gonna make it's completely reduces the vast amounts mm. of posts i thought we were gonna have to do mm. uh, i can't mention exact detail mm. but you know yeah so there's a lot of kind of creativity that goes into that early yeah years, this early is what, yeah that's why you know you have to like it's like problem solving having them on yeah. early whoever it is i've mm. you know, had incre incre incredible um vfx experience you know oculus was the mm. mill you know mm. with dan williams mm. and uh droy you mm. know in amazing like mm. and the way that they solved certain stuff and you know i've had also black kite with adam there and his team like on squarespace mm. was, uh, and love working with them as well and mm. i mean there's vfx like you know we're dead without mm. them they're a lot of amazing teams out there but yeah um um okay let's look at the next one on the list okay so the beardy man mm. so that's that's one's got a lot of love isn't it uh, electric theater collective oh that that's one. the other post yeah. house as yeah. well yeah and i've worked with them since did they do beardy man? and they did the impossible insane should have been impossible delivery of apple watch the mm. first apple watch i did that was them like incredible team again and mm. they, i don't know how they did it and then beardy man they they mm. did that one mm. yeah. so can you talk us through a little bit how the sure. idea came to you with beardy man yeah so <laughs> the beardy man idea i'd had this idea of a cocaine pinocchio mm. i was like why hasn't this been done you know um mm. The Pinocchio story in a revolving around him also doing coke, and mm. I was like, you know, you wouldn't want to share 
if you take cocaine, one wouldn't want to share their cocaine with Pinocchio because mm. his nose is bigger than everyone mm. else's. Um, so there, there was this like, yeah, so that was an idea. Um, uh, like I was like, trying to, I was, had that had, was in my mind. Oh, and also, sorry, there was, so th- there was that, the Pinocchio cocaine mm. thing. Then I'd already pitched a job where it had politician a politician's nose growing and it was super dark mm. and it was like and it was based on like lying and this nose growing and then there was a sex scene as well mm. where the person wanted him to, to lie to extend the nose mm. for those reasons mm. it was like it was super fucked up and like and then it ended up with the guy like um Rapping like, and this this was it, not this was the pitch idea that didn't yeah. happen yet, and then mm. ended up with like uh, the guy rapping his face with like gaffer tape, mm. and then looking in the mirror and like lying mm. to then create a pressure point with his nose, right? And then the nose like just then went the other way and went blasted into his head yeah. and caved his face in, yeah. And that's how the video ended up with this yeah. like inverted Pinocchio nose caved in face and mm. it was like this you could see through to like a sort of a cosmos or something mm. like that it was so i had these ideas rattling around mm. and then the beardy man video came i was like okay this you have to lean into the lyrics this mm. is like about drug use and everything and i just thought i'd be great to do something around coke which is just really disgusting mm. um is, is really it a disgusting <laughs> drug a yeah. disgusting mm. drug <laughs> and so yeah, and that's how it started. Mm. I was like, okay, sis. And then this guy, and I was like, I want to get, try and capture that like horrible mm. eight in the morning, mm. seven in the morning mm. thing that mm. my London years had yeah. witnessed. Like, yeah. horribleness of mm. like mm. people getting weird I, at the ends yeah. of parties and like yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, I love just the, the fact the curtains were closed and the, the piercing light was coming from the, yeah. the, the side of the curtain rather than through the middle. I just really like that. Yeah. As a, yeah. that, uh, with that and who was that a production uh, designer you worked with before? That was Robin Brown. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And we would, I think we... And Malro, was it? Piggybacked it. Yeah, we did. So, and Malro, mm. we had another job. We had a commercial. Mm-hmm. And we got to Kiev two days pre-pro, shot mm. it on the third day of arrival, mm. changed the whole ending, like the cocaine devil yeah, the co- oops, yeah. cocaine devil guy yeah. was added whilst I was looking around the location. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, it was. And then, you know, the killer A-team, just we managed Pulled to make off. that. Yeah. And, and then we went straight on to the commercial. Mm. Because um, that's a piggybacking. We, as the first time I piggybacked something before, mm. and it's usually after, piggybacked yeah. after because mm. you can run onto it. Mm. That was quite quite good actually. Because then mm. you almost you eat your veg. You sort of go through the torture mm. first, mm. and then you're mm. on the luxurious commercial. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, comparatively yeah. luxurious. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, so that yeah, that idea came from yeah. It was like a mixture of other ideas actually, rather than yeah. So the Apple, this watch tells time. Um, so I, a couple of camera moves I want to ask you about. So the, did you use, the game is sitting in the, 
on the sofa and then you pull out and you do a rotate from the Apple Watch on a probe lens. Was that your was that the Lara lens pulling back on that? Do you remember? So on the Apple Watch commercial we used uh we didn't use the Lara, we used a lenses that you could have very high, very extreme close focus on mm. and we're right up to the lens. The issue with those is then there's the lighting issue. The shadowing of the... Yeah, the, so that's where the probe is great because mm. you're not as affected at all, mm. remotely as much. Mm. So that was a real difficulty that we kept finding. I think there's even some shots where you see a bit of shadow. So that's yeah. because it was a darker environment and the watch was, was emitting light. You kind of got away of having the lens close mm -hmm. because you weren't relying on ambient light to like the, yeah. surface, the face of the watch. You were relying mm -hmm. on the actual the light emitting from the watch. Well, then when it comes back, there has to be an adjust. But yeah, we... Yeah, so you manage to sort work. of shade it somehow so it kind of blends it yeah. when it comes back. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, and the other shot that I'm um, sort of curious about is the the woman in... Uh, in uh, the girl in the subway. So this, it starts on one side of her. Uh, I think it's her hand with a watch goes through the subway uh, entrance gates and then the camera... Uh, so no, it start actually. Let me get this right. It starts on the ceiling of the subway. It it, it doesn't even tilt down. It it looks like it jibs down, mm -hmm. and then goes over to her. She's coming through the uh, turnstile, well, not turnstile, the um, gates for the subway, and then it goes. It start and then it goes. So it goes from the ceiling, jibs down, goes over mm -hmm. to her watch as she's moving through, and then it swoops around the front of her and ends on the other side of her, mm -hmm. uh, and then it goes from there. To a, there's a cut, I think, then you go to another character in there. <laughs> it cut, and you know who it cuts past is the guy. So, my great friend Jack Morris, mm. amazing actor, he's the guy in Beardy Man video. Oh, right. And I put him in, he's been in the Apple uh, Arcade, he's yeah. been in, he's the taxi driver <laughs> in three real yeah. 5G. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, in a bunch of ads i've done and that one i got him on that and i joke about we joke about oh am i going to be you know you only get your buyout if you're in the mm. edit and i said well there's no way that you're not going to be in this because you're in a one shot right you know it'd be really brutal if they cut you out yeah. of a one shot yeah and then they, they cut him out oh dear. oh dear so yeah it wasn't meant mm. to cut it actually went mm. past him oh, and then right. it went through it the could, doors yeah 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 do you remember do you remember what rig that was though was that a that was uh, gimbal ninja so that is um Florian mm. on his gimbal so he system. Was, he was holding it up. And we have him, we had a uh, crane. He's yeah. on a platform, sorry. Yeah. And he's on the platform holding so, it. So the, the jib, jib's down with him on it. Yeah, he's he on it. And, and then he steps, he steps off. off. And then yeah. he goes from the, and he just runs around. Yeah. All, all done on a sort of, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Well, thank you for yeah. that. I was mm. trying to, I think I thought it might be a trinity because it can come out no, from high yeah. to low, but no. So now the next one I want to talk about is, um, so you, you work with Alwyn, Alwyn Kutcher on this one, the State Farm on the board. Yes. Uh, How is it, it working with Alwyn? Oh, awesome. Yeah. It was absolutely hilarious. Uh, he's, he's, like he's, a guy, he's a funny yeah, guy, Yeah, it's like he? various times yeah. I was crying yeah. from laughter. I didn't realise how funny he was because I, I listened to a podcast of him recently and I thought, oh my God, this guy's really witty. I mean, yeah. he, you, could, he, he could write. I mean, he was, we were riffing and coming up with this, like, the most absurd and I think quite hilarious, I, think, I can't remember what it, I still remember it now, it's like this, like, anyway, this, this, we was riffing and, like, he was just 
yeah he, he breaks that whole lot. kind of um you know that 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 sort of german germans don't understand comedy or have a sense of humor he breaks no. that whole cliche no, there's a lot of funny because he's so funny that guy yeah. and when they're funny they're mm. very even funny. funnier because <laughs> he was saying that when he he when he came to london um he goes the thing he loves about london when people when people tell a joke they don't announce it they just tell a joke and he goes in germany when you tell a joke you announce you're going to tell a joke which just destroys the joke so oh, the right, jokes yeah. in germany that's are never funny because <laughs> they're always announced and i thought yeah. that's that's, That's a good, good point. In England, we just go into it straight away, yeah. don't we? Well, so, yeah. He, well, he was he was a joy to work with. It was amazing. Um, and that that State Farm was like, I couldn't put up the final version because uh, I had a DC because they mm. cut some scenes. But I think that's got the most inventive transitions I've it's, probably done. Well, in, just interestingly, that, like if you see my little list really here, pushed it. it's yeah. talking about these transitions. I mean, yeah. from the brown sugar to the sand. Uh, the joint over the building to the litter pickup, throat of the girl uh, singer to, to up a drain. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you come up with that? that it's was, like it was just ridiculous. And then the fun yeah. run to the shaven head. I mean, they're so like I. I yeah, the shape, the yeah, and that that yeah, that one we just pushed really far, and they were great. The client loved it, and there's stuff that didn't make. There's some transitions that didn't make it. I think, but I think the, my favorite was the, the lamp post one. That yeah. and then pulling out when he was spiking the uh, about the, to hit with the lamp you know there's a giant version yeah. of him and then it goes yeah um but yeah they i don't think you've seen the dc have you seen, i don't think you would have seen the dc where it ends and they've got a two chinese children playing with the no. action figures no, of them oh no i haven't seen yeah that. so that was in the original you then ended yeah. up with the on the board thing went so crazy that mm. there's then we action figures mm. action figures of them and you cut to these two kids in china and alwyn was like oh my lightning and he put like <laughs> lightning in this fucking oh, kid's bedroom and they're like screaming at each other in mandarin and like kind of, <laughs> oh, on the board brilliant. on the board oh, but in brilliant. like mandarin and like you're seeing these like that reminds me and then i had alwyn was like Standing on the bed like, like mm. these two kids like handheld with this camera. Oh, yeah, it was really funny. It didn't that, make the cut. That it's like kind of Andy Kaufman type writing, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's got that kind of quality to it, where yeah. it just goes, it Keeps re going. references <laughs> itself, and then gets even yeah. more. So it goes down another rabbit hole, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, no, I didn't see that cut. It's a real shame. The ending yeah. of it was a guy asking for a coffee and getting it, and then got his number ten or something from. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, how about the the old sweet? Um, uh, licking the sweet at the beginning was that uh, oh yeah idea? that yeah we just that was just riffing that was where the the, the nice thing when you do a comedy a, kind of a comedy bit thing like that you can then shoot a take and when the actors are funny and yeah. they all come up with stuff i can't remember who came up with that i think we just added it yeah, yeah. i just thought it set the tone so brilliantly at the beginning it's just yeah. a kind of quirky yeah. absurdity of it um yeah, no, like I say, amazing transitions. Mm. And then we've got the Diamond Producers Association mm. that uh, we've already spoken about. Um, is there anything you want to add to that experience? Of uh, well, it just made, it opened up Georgia to me. Yeah. The that was Morrow, was it? That was Morrow, yeah. 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 And event ended up like just in love with that country. Mm. Yeah, I can see why. Just, uh, yeah, I've just yeah. been there now. So. It's got, it really is magical. That's that really that, is. I mean, yeah. it's it's got an yeah. atmosphere to it. Yeah, that's yeah. Hard to Incredible put words. Place. I hope to go yeah. back there more to yeah. shoot. And, yeah. Yeah. So the um the the scene when uh, there's the water and there's a shaft of sunlight coming into the water, that was an artificial light. Real cave. Yeah. In the cave. Yeah. 
real cave and yeah it's all lit we were lighting wellies in this yeah. water cave yeah. and marrows i don't know what lights he used like yeah little stuff little lights. small small lights they weren't big <laughs> yeah. lights no no uh, it's all stuff that you could bring into this cave. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's that's. Clever. I think. Yeah. Don't quote me. Yeah, no, no that's that's. I mean, uh, the, the result was so magical. It's uh, yeah, yeah. He really. He I might really be completely it. wrong, and there were massive lights in there. I don't remember. It would remember appear it, so to was, me that it would be a bigger light further away. But if you'd done it with a small light, that even props to him. There might have been. So, yeah. um, Skittles. I mean, that's got your fingerprints all over it, has it not? Yogurt boy. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Yeah. So was that another collaboration uh, with the creative? Great. Again, that was really bizarre. So Skittles have got a long history of making really, really wacky, wacky crazy yeah. commercials. Mm. But um, in this one, that it was, it felt like they would, they'd avoid talking about the agency mm. were playing this game where they mm. were sort of very, very amazingly well done mm. it's amazing what you sometimes how a creative team or pr agency producer you're confused by why they're avoiding going over stuff and skipping mm. over stuff and they manage to get stuff through and protect the film in a yeah. way that you wouldn't be able to because mm. they know how the client operates right and they were like like we're talking about a kind of a, an abused imprisoned yogurt creature <laughs> yeah who gets penetrated with yeah. like yeah uh what are they called tongs tongs like, yeah and we're not going we're not we're like avoiding that all the time and talking about the color of the skittle yeah. and like how much yeah. he loves them and yeah like it's fun you know it's, it, it's like not mentioning also, the elephant in the room it's gonna go yeah yeah uh but yeah that was uh that have was you, did you see crazy. any of their previous ads there's one where this guy that everything he touches turns to skittles have you seen that one yeah i, I just it's thought amazing. That was, it's brilliant it's yeah it's, tom kunst yeah, yeah, yeah. Masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one was wonderful. That was like, and that was with and that uh, was, Charlie Mayhew. Yeah. Is the move genius movement choreographer that yeah. I first worked with on Michelob. Yeah. So we got her, and then I wanted to find... Is Michelob the bit... The it, animal one, The yeah. animal one, yeah. And yeah. that one, that whole thing, I wanted to, like, how do we get this, like, interesting movement? And mm. I thought, I have this... Marie Gabriel Roti is mm. this amazing buto dancer who I had mm. the luck of working with years and years ago. Mm. Um, I worked with her on this short film called Dreamt in Flesh. Mm. And I got interested in buto because of her. And then when we did the Skittles thing, I was like, oh, maybe we should, instead of looking for like movement people or dancers, we looked for Butoh dancers. So what, explain to me Ukraine. what Butoh Butoh is this like quite, I don't know how to describe it. It's a kind of very strange Japanese dance, mm. which is very facial and like mm. with facial expressions. Mm. And it's quite... Uh, sort of primal kind of... Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's mm. very bizarre. They often mm. paint themselves in fully in white mm. or... Um, so they're like... And this they just have a tongue that, um, It's thing something on. that um, David Bowie might have been influenced by, I think, because I remember Maybe. him getting into uh, Japanese no dance idea. at one point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, and so we found this amazing Buto dance called Sveta. Yeah. And she worked with Charlie, and then they created the whole Yogurt Boy, like yeah. how it moves from the yeah. fridge. It was all done. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't a... The VFX is done over the top, but is that like, is that the whole personality and everything was yeah. her like there yeah. doing everything. And 
Was that like a motion capture type yeah, thing? Yeah, we had some of it on there, but a lot mm. of it with their building on the top. It mm. wasn't quite as advanced mm. with like mm. ping pong balls or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a, that was a set build, was it? That. That, no, no, it's all that's, that's a real house in Ukraine. Wow, yeah, I was yeah. going to say there's a lot of Soviet because, like, the, the blasphemy one is that Soviet that's uh, in Ukraine as well. Ukraine as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you shot a lot in Ukraine then, that's my second home, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, I'm there more, I was there more than home, yeah. I was six months yeah. last year, the year before that, over six months, right, year, yeah. So, come on. yeah, so it must be quite shocking for you what's been happening, it, yeah, it's horrific, it's yeah, or total, it's. Like yeah. beyond words. Yeah. Yeah. That's watching your house burn down. Your favourite pub burn down as you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Um so uh um Apple Arcade. Mm. Uh so I, I like the blood I don't know if you uh if that's a reference you were conscious of or not, but there's a blood simple transition you know the first Coen Brothers film, Blood Simple. Oh and there's a yeah. move there's a transition where it moves down to so it's it, it, person goes to bed and you move with them into the bed so it's just it's like oh a, uh, yeah i think I've, i mean I've, i'd have seen that elsewhere as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, so, when we follow him on the sofa yeah on the sofa yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um is there anything else that's worth talking about uh, the hardest was the opening shot that was like wrote it just oh you know we'll just be on a drone and then we'll mm. just go into a car into yeah. a moving car and you're like yeah. writing it yeah it's like yeah great storyboard it yeah and then you so go into pre-production yeah and i was like how are we doing this <laughs> uh so it's, you know you've got a drone flying towards a moving car and it goes through yeah. the window, window and ends up yeah. on a close that was like that was the most challenging of all so of the, the drone shots. actually flew through the window no, no I was gonna say. so then what we were doing we'd have the drone plate and yeah. the time the time of day had to be yeah. right so we've got the drone plate coming as close as possible to the car and then it would stop we got a plate where it would, where, without a car, yeah, and it goes all the way, way through. through. Yeah. Then we had a Trinity rig. Yeah. Uh, to going, poke, to poke, following. Through. Yeah. To go through. To, and, to meet it and then to poke yeah. through the window. Yeah. yeah. And then the post put, use all the elements. Yeah. They and need they put it all together. To put it yeah, all together. Yeah. Did that. So like it's like the best post work is always the comp- composite work, isn't it? It, it? makes it's, the shot look just like yeah. it was real. If yeah. you give them all the elements and they and they put it together in the best way to make it yeah. feel real, yeah. Mm. Um. Uh, that reminds me a little bit of um, it's. Um, I think it might be a Squarespace. It's a, it's a beginnings. It's a woman sitting at a desk with a computer open, and the camera comes yeah up and around yeah, and then goes through yeah. a kind of portal yeah. So that that was is that a Ukrainian location again? Or that's that, Georgia. That's Georgia. Is it? Yeah. Right. All shot in Georgia. And it, that opening shot was that because uh, it looked really stable to me, like it's some kind of jib arm that, or something. That, that's. Um. Uh, no, that is. That was again Florian. Really on the movie, yeah. Wow, because that that was so solid coming into that. It just looked so perfect to me. It looked like some kind of gym I mean, he, with a hothead on it. No, I mean that's Florian. You know, wow. he's amazing. Gimbal yeah. Ninja. Yeah, yeah. Gimbal Ninja. Yeah. Yeah, because you couldn't do it. Steadicam's too big to get. Yeah, up to get close. To, well, to get that the turn. Thing. The turn was so quick, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, you can't it like, do it. Yeah, 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 and Very then you know we removed the table. Yeah, just that she's there. She has a reference for where she should be with yeah. her arms and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then we're going towards. Yeah, and there is a laptop there. Yeah, so you and do- we do a plate going towards. Yeah, 
and, and trying you, as much as you can to do yeah. the move and one and that goes all the way through and then you take, and then the, table you take away. the table out and then, and then, we, you do out, it, and then we do it again, again with the move yeah. and with the move yeah. and we pick it up just on that yeah. bit and yeah. that's really really interesting mm. uh, and one thing was that the time of day with the light coming through the window or was that actually a film light do you remember because that, oh. that light looked very much like sunlight to me but it was the perfect position I remember so yeah because I was going to say gonna kill me if yeah. you get that because I think, I mean, it looked like it was lit, but then the shadows are so parallel and so clean. I can't, the amount of time it took to do the plates and stuff, I can't mm. imagine we did. No, you must have been I a film light then. The, so, yeah, he must have had a big old film light quite far away to get those shadows to look good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, what job was that, by the way? Because I... Square that was Space, Squarespace, launch yeah. it. No, sorry. Squarespace, everything. Uh, Squarespace, everything or something. Squarespace, everything. Uh, free, real 5G. <laughs> yeah. This is a, I mean, you, you co-wrote that, did you? Or, I mean, you... No, that, that was, yeah, I mean, you, na- you end up adding and fleshing out and writing with the creatives, but they wrote a really, um, the whole concept was theirs, you know, mm. future England, mm. like leaning into British, like mm. stuff, kind of London things, and, yeah. but in a yeah. wacky future. Yeah. And, um that was really all you yeah know, it, UK, you know england winning the world cup and actually they're all yeah. robots like yeah we love that like actually um yeah and how much you d- develop the ideas of the creators so they come up with the initial script yeah and that they've got a script and then you write it with them and you with with we really worked worked the script a lot mm. um to, it's a very very collaborative mm. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, is there any standout scenes in that that you're particularly pleased uh, with? I think my favourite's probably the smellogram. <laughs> you know, taking a picture of the yeah. food and then yeah. and then we transition. <laughs> yeah. That was my favourite bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, I like the, the fingers yeah. going into the ears as well. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that seemed like you had a lot of fun on that. And that was a lot of fun in Kiev again. Yeah, that shot know. in Kiev. Yeah, 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 cause, yeah, yeah. Again, because there's quite a lot of flat light uh, there. That it was, it had a kind of very English kind of quality to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, how many days on location was that? That was a six day shoot. Yeah, yeah. Right, and that was uh, time based. A lot of that. Too many hours. A lot of hours. I try. Yeah. I don't like to try not to do that that more we had to shoot i think yeah. the last day was 20 hours yeah see that happens good. that can happen in eastern europe can't it? i've had shoots like that before yeah and it wasn't um like it was there was just so much we we didn't calculate it well mm. the last day went over a lot yeah it was a tough shoot the last day but good a good one and still always radioactive when you shoot yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um uh do you, do you try and stick to the same production designers when you go abroad on, and shoot? Not, uh, I, I work a lot with um, the ones I've worked with, are like uh, Robin Brown, mm. like amazing, Marusha mm. in Spain, uh, Ollie Williams. Oh, yeah, I know Ollie. Yeah. Uh, Mark Connell. Yeah. You know, in the US, Keto Cooksey. Mm. I love, um, I'm probably. Yeah. Do you have a favourite destination to watch shooting? You said at the moment it's Georgia. But, um, it, I mean, Ukraine was the place. Yeah. Like, I, as soon as it's possible to go back there, I mm. just want to go back. I'd yeah. miss it like crazy. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how that, you know, when that will happen. But I uh, love Georgia mm. a lot. Can't there's You can't shoot anything there. Uh, Spain, I love shooting in Spain. Have you, do you shoot at Palmer Pictures at all? I haven't worked no. with them, no. No, but Spain's 
you I love shooting there because everyone's it, there's an excitement of shooting yeah there yeah and it's the same way you have in Ukraine yeah whereas if you shoot in I know sometimes there's some places you shoot and you don't you feel like everyone's just yeah they have to do the job, job and it's yeah, all good yeah. but there's, you yeah. don't have that like yeah that buzz what we're doing like, yeah yeah yeah, it's nice. From I would imagine, certainly from a director's point of view, you want to feel that like everyone's kind of like excited to be there. Yeah, it's not like oh, I require everyone mm. to feel really mm. excited by mm. this. It's just uh, interesting from mm. which mm. from place to place, mm. how what the vibe is mm. with people. Generally. Yeah, some are much quieter and they're doing mm. their thing. And other places, like yeah, you yeah. can feel this sort of like holy shit, we're mm. on set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and know, then, so then have ideas come up, like additional ideas come up. Everyone's up up for making it the best yeah, thing yeah it's suddenly going to change everything yeah the reaction to mm. that is different different places yeah. yeah um uh so uh oh yeah samsung galaxy note 20 so i when i i was speaking to james about this we were wondering whether that opening phone shot was a uh was a real phone or whether it was um somehow vfx cg 3d it's like do you remember, uh, you know, that's sort of the, remember the, the, the stylus comes out at the beginning? Yeah, uh, so there's then... it's a mixture. You've got some post for the it the the pen dropping was all was like bolt camera and phantom yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's like lots of passes uh of mm-hmm. different lighting and stuff to get all the reflections right on the phone. Yeah. yeah. The, the pen. Yeah. Is it I mean That was remote as well. We were so me and Mauro were in Kiev. Yeah. Um, so Maro lit that remotely yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had this amazing team in Korea and it was all remote um, wow because of well, COVID and well, yeah travel and stuff um, yeah what's the time difference between Kiev and oh, Korea I can't remember was it wasn't it, fun was it, was it like night shoots or something yeah really? it wasn't fun yeah, yeah yeah I can imagine yeah um, and uh um so squarespace launch it uh there's a lot of uh outer space that kind of comes into your work and i mean i I remember hearing you talk about uh 2001 being one of your favorite films what age were you when you saw 2001 Uh, i was like seven or eight yeah when i watched it yeah yeah so quite an impressionable age to see yeah it was had a huge had a huge effect for sure because i didn't know what i was watching yeah so it was a documentary. You know, but the, the thing is, as an, like, as an adult, you still don't really know what you're watching. It's that profound, yeah, isn't it? That's, yeah. I mean, it's one of the great, that must have been greatest seared into your, works of art ever yeah. made, you know? That must be seared into your subconscious, that film. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Have you, yeah. do you, re- do you re-watch it? Do you revisit yeah, I've, it? Yeah, I've re-watched it. I've got to be able to re-watch it in the cinema, you know, mm. when it's been in the cinema. Did you go to the exhibition, the Kubrick exhibition? No, I didn't uh. catch that, but I saw the film in this and the BFI they yeah. had a screening of it because what struck yeah. struck me about the exhibitions they had a whole room dedicated to 2001 and there's so much kind of technology that was you think about when it was made it was like mm. they had a you know it's like having a, a sort of future well they did all the and they did all the VFX in a black tent so no one could <laughs> no one could <laughs> like see top secret oh, <laughs> wasn't it in 2001 yeah, didn't yeah. They have, it was pretty locked down like yeah. how they achieved stuff I think yeah yeah, I mean, I can imagine Kubrick oh, doing that. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember see a reference of that in an exhibition. But what? But you saw the original suits, and you had how there a few howls actually. But uh, even now, I mean, even now, you know, a lot of these films they don't stand up to the test of no. time. But that really does, yeah. in my opinion. 
it's totally. stopped the profundity of the end as well going through that sort of time warp kind of to mm. a parallel dimension and and the, the the aging and the child and all of that kind of that circular aspect of it mm. i found even now i find it kind of deeply mis- mystical and yeah. it's, it's but it has a uh, like a piercing truth to me that i mm-hmm. believe that's it's teaching us about something beyond human do you know yeah what I, mean? it's, I think yeah i mean that's the power of film and i think there's almost a yeah re- remembering this the um the magic of mm. <laughs> life or spirit yeah. or whatever. I it's think almost like DM, film smoking DMT a, yeah, or something. Yeah, film you can, yeah. yeah, you don't, Some you can bring experience, there is the potential to bring experiences with film which you, which might otherwise be only in land of dream or mm. hallucinogenics. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's, or like a, it's like a portal, isn't it, to a parallel mm. thing. Um so um yeah so i see it's the ear speaking the russian dolls in space they really the russian dolls passing in space yeah. i thought it was a really <laughs> wonderful kind of like uh tongue-in-cheek kind of yeah you know the docking of the uh yeah. the spaceships in 2001 and the russian dolls coming yeah. apart so um was that a conscious kind of yeah that- the yeah we had you know the cardboard box uh i think it was a cardboard box right as well you've got the shot through a cardboard box which is kind of like We'd you'd see it in the satellite in the spaceship shots that you've seen yeah. in the past. Yeah, you had the, the van opening up and all the cardboard boxes flying off. No, isn't? Oh. Am I remembering it wrong? There's a shot inside of a box, looking out of the box. Is it right? I can't, I can't remember, but I'm Maybe sure I'm you're wrong. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just remember. I remember the end sequence of the um, the dolls passing. Yeah. Um, so the Jack Daniels, um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about was um, we spoke earlier about Marrow's lighting and uh, how much he brings to your projects. Uh, with the Jack Daniels, you had this sort of amber and teal kind of look. And I noticed that with that, uh, the way you achieved that was through having some lights actually in shot. So you had some, obviously you had the bar lights along the bar that had the amber, uh, the teal. Uh, and then you had a, a sequence with a man jumping into uh like a big um, lorry you know uh at the petrol station running out and, and then mm. in the background you had uh a teal strip along mm. the wall and then you had a sequence of the guy scratching on a really high-end turntable in a party and again that you had a teal strip on the wall and that kind of created the kind of brand's look and the kind of and i was w- wondering is that something you decide early on with marrow in the art department is that is that something that I mean, that's, uh, I don't know. It wasn't some, there wasn't a conscious decision to do that in the run up to the, to the project. I think it's, it's going to the locations and it's Mauro and the production yeah, designer. Designer, just working looking, out how they can get the brand. Yeah. To I, work. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not having conversations about mm. lights yeah. and shot yeah. ever really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at the image. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be yeah. Maro. That'll be Maro's touch there. Yeah, his master plan. Xbox US Dreamers. So this one was an opportunity to really work. Time-based arts, was it? Or No, that no. was MPC. MPC, because that was, that was majority CG, was it? Uh, there's just the opening shot, which is made up of a drone shot in Ukraine. 
Right, going so I, into a, So again, this was in the period when I was in the Kiev and yeah. pandemic yeah. insanity. Yeah. And I shot the, we shot the drone shot in Kiev. Yeah. Going towards the apartment block. Yeah. It then transitions to a studio yeah. set in LA. Yeah. Also remote. Yeah. So me and Mara are remote doing the drone shot. Yeah. Then me and him are together remote directing and doing the la shot so you're remote with daniel Kalu- kaluuya yeah. yeah on a set in la yeah which then became uh uh a crane a crane with a pan yeah um that was a that was a, a crane in yeah yeah uh when when it cuts to inside the apartment yeah we're then transitioning to being what's so a crane going through the window of the set there's no window so it's just crane going into the set because you had your plate of the the drone flying into the building. Yeah, you've got the the drone of the plate going right up to the window. Right, yeah. And then we just then it's, it's CG, like a, CG transition take, take over, yeah. And then it's techno crane. Yeah. Yeah. Right, going in and then round, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh and then and then it, it does a transition to him in in the air. Yeah. And that's VFX. And that's uh that's a VFX transition and what's that fans that how how do you get that well, it's all VFX. There's that's no... all VFX. Yeah, when it transitions to him in that world, that's then full CGI. That's full CGI all over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. I, I what we, we did is then we recorded, he went into a motion, ca- we did one day motion capture in a studio yeah, and yeah. he's reading through the script and we're yeah. talking over certain yeah. scenes and he's yeah. doing different reactions yeah. Yeah. at different moments and then they record all of it. But yeah. a lot of it's animated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Okay. Um uh so oxalus we spoke about there's a great bts uh on that of uh getting twins to yeah to have these both arms yeah uh could yeah could you talk a little bit about the process yeah so oculus came and it's like okay so this is a point of view thing and i was like how do we push point of view and i i didn't want to it didn't want to push point of view for the sake of pushing it i was just looking at what had been done and i just thought well I'm trying to mimic firstly virtual reality mm. which when you move around you're completely you know you're moving you're not moving around like that in virtual mm. reality it's mm. kind of you're on lines yeah and you're kind of like you know, your head mm. is moving mm-hmm. but your mm. joystick is moving you mm. so I was thinking about that and then I also just thought well even when I walk around my vision isn't bumpy mm. you know my eyes are the most advanced mm. gimbal mm. in in the world, you mm. know, that in in a that exists as yeah, your yeah. eyes. So smooth, you know, smooth, yeah. you you mm. move around, but your eyes mm. maintain their fo- their whatever um, focus. Yeah, and so I thought, well, I don't want to put a camera on someone's head and they move around because then mm. it's going to be bumpy. It doesn't make mm. sense. So how do I get dolly level mm. movement? Mm but point of view mm. and feel the point of view experience. And I was like, well, I, kinda, I can't do a dolly and have arms. And I'm like, wait, I, all I'm looking at is I'm just looking at two arms mm. for the most part. Mm. I'm rarely looking down at a body. Mm. So I thought I'd just get twins. Mm. Um, and I thought this is too, this, I was like, this, surely this point is too easy of an mm. idea, solution. Mm. So then I, we, when Carmel 
is a casting director I worked with mm. for a long time. So we got, she started looking for twins who were mm. not only twins, but were dancers. Mm. So they had blocking, mm. timing ability. Mm. And then we just did the castings with twins. Mm. And what we did was have them, one of them hold the camera Mm. like that and be the mm. left arm mm. and the other one would be the right arm mm. next to them mm. and what i got them to do was just open i was like what's well, open a bag mm. and you don't think about it when you open a bag you, you lift it up and you open yeah. a zip and you pull yeah. take something out yeah it's highly complicated you're yeah. lifting up you need to apply a pressure contrary yeah. to the zip yeah, right, to open right. it yeah and then to pull the thing out you'd switch to the other yeah. hand or you know it's like teaching a, ro- like a robot how to, how to yeah, shake yeah. a hand or something so we yeah. did the casting yeah. and very quickly there's mm. inca- people in totally <laughs> incapable of making it not look yeah. like this person had just been yeah. born as an yeah. adult you know <laughs> <laughs> like, and then uh, then uh, yeah our chosen mm. protagonists were like the J twins yeah killed it I mean they yeah. just like boom boom yeah just totally synchronised beautiful yeah. it was amazing yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then so we realised, oh shit, this is gonna work. Yeah, yeah. And then up? it's uh, Florian again, right? So it's all Gimbal Ninja. Yeah, and he's on a movie, and yeah. they're next to him. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, a, I think there's one. It might be a crane or a dolly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Charlie Mayhew again, movement mm. choreographer, working so you, very um, closely with Florian and the J Twins together. Yeah, to make make it all work so would you would you bring florian early to work out what you need a crane for and what you can get away with on a gimbal or? we can't we've got a pretty good steer of it yeah now especially yeah. you know like at the beginning i wanted as much on the dolly as possible yeah and it and then we were working through it and we're like oh this is all florian yeah because <laughs> he's so good isn't he i mean he, he looks yeah and like, he's like amazing yeah. and you're you're very you're much more limited on a dolly you know yeah you can yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the thing that surprises me. That I thought a lot of the shots that were actually gimbal were on a dolly because they're mm-hmm. so stable. And um, to hear that they're on the gimbal is that kind of yeah. quite shocking, actually. Um, okay, so last page, finally, gone through a body, quite a body of work yeah. here. Um, so uh, the Apple Apple Watch um, future future of workout. So that's a swimming pool. Uh, so girl coming up. Uh, to, yeah. yeah. So yeah. was it a swimming pool and a water tank, or was it just a just swimming pool? Just a tank. It's not a real swimming oh, pool. Oh, so you put VFX. So VFX put the basis. You're right. Okay. Yeah, and that was the mill. That was the mill. Yeah. And what tank? What tank were you using? Bulgaria. Oh, Bulgaria. And that right. was remote as well. In Kiev, was it? I mean, uh, sorry, in, um, I, me and Mara in were in Kiev, and that was shot in Bulgaria. Yeah. And then, because I then thought anyway, like, well, you don't even really need to go to where the tank is because you're never going to be on. You're not on set with this person underwater. Yeah. You're just yeah. you're still talking you're still, to them. So through it doesn't, a, yeah, it's remote. It's remote anyway, mic, right? So, so yeah. Um, and the fish. Did you do plates of fish? No, or, no, no. That's all, all VFX. CG. Was yeah, it? yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and the shot when she breaks through the water. Was there any transition in that, or was that just literally her? That's just. Yeah, we lit for outdoor. Yeah. Above the tank. And yeah. Shoot that, and, and then just post. Shot, shot it. And post the sea. Oh right, right. Yeah, post it, extended it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We'll, the image, it might be, you know, you just only need her head and a bit more yeah. out of it. Yeah, and then it's just it all extended in post. Sex, yeah, uh, gentleman Jack. Um, I just like the way some of the the tropes you use, like 
the extreme slow motion of the king falling uh, and the, the, mm. the probe track of uh, the move. I oh, like yeah. the way you. I like the way you kind of integrate those kind of very kind of visceral moments of the using those macro stuff and the, and the slow motion, but at the, at the right point for the emotion. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like it's telling the story and it's doing it in a non. It's like you use all of these techniques in quite a non gratuitous way. They 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 always yeah. forward the story, but it's done in quite a visually exciting way. Yeah, I was. In, I love chess. I'm not not great at it, but I love it mm-hmm. and wanted to shoot i was like excited about that one to shoot yeah. like chess but to make chess but it's gratuitous what's gratuitous is the king shot because you don't you don't you never topple. You, you topple your king if you're yeah. um uh, what's the word retiring uh retiring yeah, yeah. you're saying yeah. okay you're yeah you, if you don't play the game yeah. out but like, yeah yeah, yeah. But i think it works really well visually yeah <laughs> i think i don't i think people forgive you for that yeah, yeah. that's good um uh, and then just on to the, um, so I love this one. I think this is a really great kind of one to end on, or maybe we'll go to Disney as well, but the, um, your mum's short ribs. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Kiev as well. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's just seeing everything come together in terms of the way you move the camera. So mm. I've got some notes here. Um, I love the pan reveal when you go, you know, it's just, you know, it's like normally most directors would just shoot the woman, uh, the girl, uh, you know, like the the, the girl working in the, in the in the in the, in the um, takeaway with restaurant, and but you do a little move into her and get her to do, you know, a kind of expression, you know, kind of yeah. yeah. That's that Nini. Just, yeah, that's just worked so well for me. That, yeah, yeah. She and she's the queen in Diamonds. Ah, Georgian right. actress. Well, I recognise yeah, that before. There's yeah. a lot. There's a few Georgian yeah. actors in that film. Yeah. Yeah, that one was. Um, we were, I knew I wanted to push, but I thought, oh, I should like roll her eyes or something. And then she just played around and mm. then she did this like horse neigh yeah. thing and it worked well. Yeah, it worked really well. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the sort of pan reveal. So you, you do that quite a bit where you do like a little pan yeah. and it reveals something else. One that I didn't mention earlier that I really love is uh, uh, the job where you, uh, everyone's throwing up their uh, oh yeah Jack, the Jack Daniels milestones yeah. yeah and then it cuts to the photographer and then you go from the photographer and you, and you do a, a, a whip up to a time lapse shot of the building going from night, day yeah. to night with the sound for the, of, the, for the, pool of scene. the pool scene yeah. yeah to get you to the pool scene I mean who would imagine that transition <laughs> that's going I know what we'll do we'll do a whip pan up to another building and that can be the next I mean I scene. I was really uh, that was I wanted that ching, up with the hats photographer they land and then like uh, i wanted the sound of a uh, the pool breaking like yeah <laughs> yeah as a break yeah you hit the building yeah the, right the, the thing yeah and that was all designed before I'd written mm. it and then i thought oh, i'm never gonna find the location mm. like to find one that works for the mm. hats going up mm. that would need a building that's close enough mm. for mm. you to go beyond the photographer and then reveal a building mm. Mm. I thought it was. We almost killed it mm. right at the last minute. We kept it in when we that located mm. when we. And did you? That and that location. was done in camera. Did you just? Did you just tilt? Yeah, we tilt and then uh, just and lock just the camera. Lock the camera and wait for night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful, yeah. man. It's so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so short ribs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the the, the visual development of that. Um, Amazing you, production design by yeah. Vova on that right. one. Ukrainian production designer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else to talk about on that? Is a yeah, um, that was well, just a really fun that 
that one was quite interesting in an advertising perspective because the product was Instacart, mm. but the client ended up as focused on your mum's <laughs> short ribs as much as in oh, Instacart. And there was this yeah. kind of conversations happening where I was having to sort of like, you got to be careful. You don't want the her rest you know or the restaurant that she has should be like aspirational yeah but you to advertise instacart positively Mm. you need to have your mom's short ribs kind of get negative so Mm. that was quite weird it was like working for two brands two brands yeah the the focus on your mom's short ribs ended up quite yeah and then uh but that was a really special job yeah Mm. um and then i don't and I was like, I don't think this is, are we going to get away with Because like in the UK, you know, here we say, oh, your mum, you know, it's mm. like a diss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck your mum mm. or whatever, or oh, your mum. Mm. Yeah. And then so I was like, let's have a number plate that just says your mum. Your mum. <laughs> and it just stayed, didn't it? Yeah, no, that was, it, it, it that was worked. That's quite funny. Yeah. yeah. It's a good job. So look, we, we've got, um, I know everyone's standing around going, Christ, you know, we've run out of time. It says zero there again. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I would like to talk a little bit about Disney. Um, so... Um, that was the first commercial we did under Prodco. Um, yeah. It was quite a special one. It was the last one we did. In right. Kiev okay. And it was that the, the, uh, the Ninja, the um, well. Gimbal Ninja again. Uh, and that had Florian in yeah, there. Yeah, because that movie in. Charlie Mayhew did the choreography. Right. Because that Mario fight scene, I love the fact. Robin most, Brown production line, yeah. Because most uh, directors just do a move in, but you do a move in and then a rotate round, which just gives it a. It another. goes from, yeah, we're. Uh, when they start fighting we've done yeah and we did it in like like from coming out from pov I, yeah i like we did it once before twice it's quite nice but yeah your pov with the kick and then we pull out of pov yeah. wasn't quite as i imagined it a bit better but it, it worked yeah yeah and i was talking about the move when you, they first go into the guy before he kicks i think and then he rotates around like yeah so it's meant to be like your point of view of the guy and then his leg comes up and kicks as if we are you're him but that was the intention oh i see but he still gives it energy though yeah yeah, and that's what i like about it because it gives it kind of different energy than you were expecting yeah it's a slight kind of sleight of hand and sort of a a Mm -hmm. bit of a shock um uh and then there's obviously the impossible fincher moves you know like the moves through kind of uh you know, like um, down plug hole. holes or down the mouse <laughs> holes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, was that influence from Fincher? From, yeah, yeah, I mean, Panic Room yeah. and just camera. Or what. I lo- it's what I love about it is like the sort of... It, you end up the ca- the amount of personality or character you can give the camera, mm. but depending on mm. what you do with it. Um, and how do you how do you go about those for posts? What 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 requirements do they have? It's plate passes, just plates, you know. Plates, you, yeah. you do as much far as you can, and yeah, with it. And then you we even did a plate with a with a textured mouse hole thing that's yeah. just for that. Yeah, yeah. Then you're coming. Do you out do any oversized builds and other... stuff? To... No, it wasn't an oversized build. I think we did. I think we did a probe. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, Great. Well, look, um, that sort of, I mean, we can talk about Mont Blanc a little bit, if you like, if there's anything particular on that. So you'll see your latest piece of work um, on your... Oh, headache. It was a headache. <laughs> yeah, because of all the motion control, speed calculations. Right. But it all worked out. I was yeah. shocked we managed to do it in the time. Yeah. We only had two days to shoot it. 
Yeah. Um, so one day really yeah. we the Mo Moca. And where was the location? Uh, Barcelona. It was in Barcelona, yeah. was it? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like coming full circle as well because the, the way it was lit with um, the individual lights on the stage from the distance mm. was very similar to the, the, the first black and white piece you did with yeah, uh, yeah, Narrow. Yeah, yeah. That's I was true. thinking that's quite, <laughs> that's quite nice sort of. That's true. Yeah. Um, so look, the last thing cool. I'd like to talk about, if that's okay, is the future. Course, yeah. Is there anything you can tell us about your film, your long form? I've got three feature films we wrote uh hunter andrews mm. is the the writer last year uh we worked together on this film i'll do me and him would do the story he mm. writes mm. cool um true horror felt was a bit too ambitious for the first film mm. so then we wrote another one this year it's another mm. idea of his we mm. worked together story mm. together he writes it we worked on that finished that then uh that one looks like it will go first hopefully we've got we're just working out can you tell us anything about that yes home invasion mm. film is it based on a true story this one no no no, no. no. that's a horror one was based on the, the, true story. the one we wrote last yeah. year yeah this yeah. one so yeah and uh that one is yeah we've got that developing you know mm. who knows how long it will take and mm. then there's also another idea i had when i was in georgia based mm. off an experience mm. <laughs> that happened to me and that one's micro budget so mm. i'm going to see what plays out but mm. might try and just get make that happen immediately yeah. on very yeah. on, with private money just in, well it's good to have yeah. sort of free irons in the fires yeah it? yeah and then of course you've got your uh prodco yeah, that's a company. Bit of it work yeah. yeah, and then you're going to still be working on commercials. Yeah, we've also got, got an NFT platform oh, wonderful. that we've been working on for like over a year mm. and a half, almost mm. two years. That's uh, we're looking at. Was, you know, going with, just keeping an eye on how the technology is going. Mm. It's not we're avoid we're don't, we're totally avoiding all of the cringe. Mm elements of mm. that space or mm. the speculative mm. elements of it mm. we're quite interested in the technology Wait, what, what, would you, what platform would you build on it's in particular like project mm. raising for short form mm. due to the issue of mm. short form filmmaking being completely mm. un you can't you, monetize, yeah, you can't monetize it. it there's yeah. no space for mm. it really so we're trying to make build something that would could allow for that to happen mm. more but really the dream is that you could then put together a music video project between mm. a director and an artist and mm. try to fund it via pre-investor nft sales mm. yeah um, so it's yeah. very interesting yeah, yeah so that's obviously a space that's well. going to really yeah expand a lot with artists mm. yeah in the, in the coming years mm. ian it's been an absolute joy and pleasure i mean it's been for me um just the, the journey i've been on researching work and now getting to talk to you has mm -hmm. been such a learning curve for me and i've been doing mm -hmm. this for like 25 years so, <laughs> cool. so it's, uh, i can't thank you enough man for no, taking no, the time the, to come thanks for all mine it really yeah. means a lot to hear that and like it's really nice to be able to yeah yes yeah, and, and our audience are going to love the breakdowns as well because cool. they, they, they get to sit at home watch your work mm -hmm. and then see how it was done awesome. which i think is so valuable for them awesome um I'd well, love to. It's a pleasure and thanks. Yeah, you're entirely welcome, man. I, I'd love to have you. We also do live events as well, mm -hmm. and I mean, we'll see how your diary works because you're clearly very busy. But if we did a live event, I'd love to yeah, have absolutely. you along Count to do yeah, like yeah. a show and tell as well yeah. to a live audience. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You cool, man. Sure. Okay, cool. well, it's been nice an absolute one. pleasure, man. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice one. one. Cool. cool.